Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, 101.5. Streets of Union City. To your nighttime radio. Steve Travelly keeps you in the Jersey, no. From 7 till 11. Live, local, and live. Steve Travelly. Jersey 101.5 Weekday night Steve's loud look golden live Call him at 1-800-283-101.5 Here we are, smack dab in the middle of the week. It's Wednesday night in New Jersey. Steve Trevelis hanging out with you till 11 o'clock tonight. We got trivia at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Gemini, the very funny Gemini, going to be in here, along with Mark Riccadonna, giving away tickets to Colin Mulkery, uh, who's going to be doing an incredible show uh, at the Union uh, Performing Arts Center. Now, this is, uh, this is a very strange kind of show. It's uh, called High Prom. A combination of hypnosis and improv. Colin Mockery and master hypnotist Asad Mecki are going to be doing it. They're going to be calling it at 910 tonight to explain more about it. You could win tickets at 10. So I just want to uh, get you ready for that. Also want to thank Wegmans. It's Employee Appreciation Day. And Wegmans Food Markets remind you Friday is National Employee Appreciation Day. They took care of us today. You take care of your employees on Friday. Show your employees you care with a Catered office lunch from Wegmans Food Market. Visit Wegmans.com for more information. What they sent over today, the sushi, the sandwiches, the, the breaded cauliflower, the chicken with the with the rice and the tomatoes, and the, the gavadil. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You got to call Wegmans. You really want to show your employees you love them, you got to call Wegmans. Friday Employee Appreciation Day. Right now, uh, thanks to Governor Murphy, we now have a pedestrian. Pedestrian Appreciation Day. Every time pedestrians get out on the road or bicyclists or people in wheelchairs, there's a new law that started to take effect yesterday called the Moving On Over Law, as stipulated when signed by Governor Murphy in the summer of last year. A new law designed to protect pedestrians, bike and scooter riders, people in the wheelchairs along New Jersey roadways went into effect today. Uh, now, you know that weather's getting warmer, and more and more we're going to be seeing people on bikes. We're going to be seeing people, um, you know, pedestrians walking in the road. It's so dangerous in some of these places in New Jersey. Uh, there was a therapist that was run over yesterday. Uh, we'll talk about that later. And uh, I want to know from you. Now, let me tell you what this uh, what this law is, okay? Uh in cases where those means of personnel conveyance are permitted on roads, the law states motor vehicle operators must move to a lane not adjacent to the pedestrian if safe to do so, maintain a distance of at least four feet if a lane change is not possible, or unable to utilize either of those options, options, options slow down to 25 miles an hour and be prepared to stop, passing only if it will not endanger anyone else on the road. So you're coming up, you got 
got someone on a bike in front of you. There's no shoulder, like on a lot of the back roads. What you got to do is, you know, you got to slow down. You got to stay behind them, uh, maintain a distance of four feet if a lane change is not possible, and uh, slow down to 25 miles an hour. Be prepared to stop passing only if it will not endanger anyone else on the road. So I want to ask you, at 1-800-283-101.5, many of us have had close encounters, either uh, driving with someone on a bicycle or uh, someone walking, uh, someone in a wheelchair. You know, when I work in Philadelphia, uh, there was a guy who uh, he was a beggar. And I'd come out on Fifth and Market, and this guy'd be in a wheelchair. And you'd never seen a guy manipulate a wheelchair like this guy could. He was amazing. He was a vet. And he would come up to the cars with the wheelchair, in and out of traffic. So, you know, you got to keep your eyes open. Uh, but I want to know, either you're driving and they're on the bicycle, or you're on the bicycle and they're driving. What is the closest encounter you ever had in that situation? What is the closest encounter you ever had with someone driving? Either you're, you know, either, you know, you're, close, you're driving and they're on the bicycle, the closest you ever came to uh, causing a problem, or uh, you're on the bicycle and they're driving, the closest someone ever came to hitting you on the bike. The most dangerous situation you've ever been in, walking, riding a bike, or operating a wheelchair along a New Jersey road. 1-800-283-101.5. I like to ride opposite. I like to ride with the traffic facing me so I could keep track. I know you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to have the traffic behind you. That scares the life out of me. Those stupid rearview mirrors they put on bicycles uh, don't do me a damn bit of good either. I don't even think they make them anymore as when I was a kid. I had a Schwinn bicycle when I was a kid. No speeds. I don't need speeds. My sons, they have like 10 speeds each. But have you ever had that problem? You know, and especially today, people on cell phones. My cousin, my cousin John Paul, uh, lost his life because he was training for um, a Red Cross ride from Houston to New Orleans. And he went out before lunch. He wanted to go out for a ride uh, on his bike. And a woman uh, looking for directions, trying to find the street, didn't see him as she ran him over. And he died a few weeks later. But 1-800-283-101.5. These are situations that many of us have been in. If you're driving, you see the, the bike in front of you. If you're not, you know, if you're riding the bike, Closest you ever came, the most dangerous situation you've ever been in, riding a bicycle in New Jersey. Or the most dangerous encounter you ever had with a bike if you're driving in New Jersey or a pedestrian. Josh is in Roosevelt on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Josh? How you doing, Steve? I'm good. How about you? Doing good, doing good. So what happened? When I was, I was a kid in, uh, grew up in Canada. Right. And... I was crossing the street. I was biking in a residential area, and I actually got hit by a car. Oh, man. What happened? Uh, nothing much. I mean, I got hit. I fell down. I was a little shooken up. Right. But luckily, nothing bad. Did the guy get out of the car? Yeah, he got out of the car. He apologized. But um, I was a driver that 
used to drive recklessly on that road, and my father approached him and told him, you know, a day would come that you're going to hit someone. And lo and behold, he ended up hitting me. Did he learn his lesson? I hope so. Yeah, hope so, too. Well, I'm glad you survived, too. That's dangerous. And that, that could have been a lawsuit, too. You could have been a rich man, Josh. You should have got up started limping or something. I think it's better just to have safe drivers. People have to be careful and always look around. Um, you never know, especially in residential areas when there's kids playing. Oh, yeah. Don't have to be careful. You know, and especially where we live, because you got like 571 and 524 and no shoulders in the roads, and you're driving and you got all the bikers, you know, wearing the latex, and, uh, you know, they just own the road. So you got to, you know, you got to avoid them. You got to really pay attention. And today, people get on the cell phones and they're kind of swerving all over the road, not paying attention. Luckily in Roosevelt, though, everybody's, you know, 24 hours a day, people walk the streets, so you always know to pay attention in Roosevelt. Yeah, that is true. It's a safe neighborhood. Absolutely. Josh, I'm glad you're in it. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. New Jersey's move-over law is now in effect. What is the most dangerous situation you've ever been in? Walking, riding a bike, or operating a wheelchair along a New Jersey road. And if you're a driver, what's the most dangerous encounter you ever had with one? 1-800-283-101.5. Are you ready to work with an agent who does more than put a sign in your yard? Robert Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage will help you take advantage of the seller's market and put thousands of dollars back in your pocket. Michael was overseeing the sale of an estate in Brick, knew he needed expert help, so he called Rob and his team of experts with Rob's amazing marketing in place. There were 53 showings, multiple offers in just 11 days. And the home sold to $24,000 over the list price of $223,000. Rob spends over two hundred fifty grand a month to market his homes. This generates a huge pool of buyers looking for a home just like yours. Robert DeCanski has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert DeCanski at 855-350-1015. That's it's 855-350-1015 or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com and start packing. It's fast traffic. Also, if you're driving, when you're behind the wheel, have you ever had a close encounter with a bicycle? Because you got to be real careful, especially now. You know, people that get on their cell phones, they're texting while they're driving, they're not paying attention, and you never know what you're going to see. You know, as you look up at that last second, especially when it comes to the bikes. 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever been uh, in a dangerous situation walking along the streets of New Jersey, riding a bike along the streets of New Jersey, operating a wheelchair along the streets of New Jersey? And then uh, we also have a situation uh, in, in Jackson, a woman was struck and killed while crossing the road Sunday night. Very, very sad. And now as the weather gets warmer, you know, the risk gets higher. So 1-800-283-101.5. Very, very dangerous thing. Now we've got to move it on over law. And uh, that's going to be both for, you know, the drivers are going to have to uh, abide. Also the people on the bikes. Like, do you like to face the traffic when you're driving? I like to face, if I'm on a bike, I want to face the traffic. I want to see what's coming at me. I've never felt comfortable with the, with the bikes, you know, with the traffic behind me. Because you never know.
You know, you never know what they're doing. I want to be able to look them in. I want to be able to look them in the headlights and see exactly what's going on. 1-800-283-101.5. And the time of the season is coming up now. We got John in Union on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, John. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Good. How are you? You know, I, I uh, we, we do a lot of work in the cities, like Union City, Jersey City, uh-huh. and uh, they put the bike lanes in, but then that stopped the distance from the curb to the street. So when I bring a machine in, right now I'm limited to my eight feet, and I can't block the bike lane. And, and honestly, I'm for it, but they're doing it for grant money. Really? And they're putting them in in areas where they're really not safe in the cities. Well, you know the thing about Union City, I grew up riding bike in Union City. There's a light on every block. So you don't really, you know what I mean? You don't really get a great ride. You're always stopping. You're always, you know, unless you got the green light with you. You know, I see what you're talking about, though. Yeah. You open your door to your utility body, you seriously have to watch. Oh, yeah. The guy's not, like, delivering, coming up. We, you know, you get those guys are all on, uh, like you know, e-bikes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's the other thing. The guys who are just the delivery guys on the bikes, those guys are nuts. They will ride in the roads, yeah, in and out of traffic, swerving and everything. You open your door, you may knock someone like twenty feet, and you don't even realize. You know, you don't even realize they're there. And those guys are truly fearless. When especially I've seen it in Philadelphia all day long. Yeah. No, I feel you, man. You know, like we're we're out here in the swamps, and we go riding motorcycles, and the the bikers, the bike, the pedal bikes, just like take over the road. Hmm. I'm sorry, John. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5 is the time of the season when it's going to happen. Pedal bikers taking over the road. The Move It On Over law now in effect. What is the most dangerous situation you've ever been in walking, riding a bike, or operating a wheelchair along a New Jersey road? 730. Now the latest New Jersey news from NJ3, 101.5, Steve Trevelis. Colin Mockery coming up at 910. He's got a hypnotherapy show where you get hypnotized and then he uh, improvs you all around the room. Coming up, give you all the details. Trevia 10, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. Gemini, Mark Riccadonna, comedians will be here. But right now, uh, the Move It On Over law been passed in New Jersey, written by George Thorogood. Uh, what is the most dangerous situation you've ever been in? Riding a bike in New Jersey, walking the streets in New Jersey, operating a wheelchair in New Jersey, or if you're driving, most dangerous situation you ever encountered with one of those. Walter is in Connecticut on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Walter. Hey, Steve. How are you? Good. How you doing? I'm doing all right. So I used to drive a bus for Academy, and I used to drive in the city all the time. Right. And... I was going up 6th Avenue right around 4th Street, and I'm doing like 20 miles an hour, and this bike comes flying up on the right side, and as soon as he got to the front bumper of the bus, he made a left cut right in front of the bus. It, he had to be a delivery guy. Right. I just I just hit the brakes, slowed down, missed him, but about a quarter of a block up ahead. He's doing the same thing, weaving between all his cars. All of a sudden, I see a car hit him. He oh. goes flying up in the air. He was spinning around on the street, and, he, and, and he's sitting up while he's spinning around, and he hits into the curb. 
I see him get up brushing himself off, and I'm like, you know, dude, you deserved it. You can't, you know, if you're going to drive, at least get in. Get far enough ahead of somebody so you don't hit people. You know what's amazing? He got up and brushed himself off. I would yeah. be—I get up and be traumatized if I did that. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and there's been plenty. You know, you drive in the city. There's close calls all the time. You know, with rallies and everything else. Yeah, uh, but those guys, the delivery guys, they are like yeah. acrobats. They just weave in and out of traffic. Like I said, you know, like there'll be times when you've got you've got jam traffic and they're riding the white lines. And all you got to do is just open your door and get out of the car, right? Are you going to get out of the car? Just open your door, and they're going to go flying. Yeah, and people in Jersey, you know, if they're riding, a lot of times people got a whole shoulder to ride, and they're riding right next to the line. If they would ride more to the right, people would be able to pass. But if they're right along that line, that means you got to go in the other lane or do 25. Well, then you get some of the territorial guys. Oh, yeah, I have just as much right to be here as you do. This is my lane. Yeah, and they'll do that. <laughs> Uh, you know, you, you know, you got it, Walter. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Rick is on 287 on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Rick. Hey, hello. Good evening. Steve, man. How you doing, buddy? Good. Alive and well. Okay. All right. I would have not called in. But you mentioned I also like to face the traffic while driving a bike. And yeah. We all know Orthley Beach, Lavalette, it's a split highway. Route 35 is one way going north and uh, then south going the other way. Right. So facing traffic as a young lad, me and my friend on a bicycle are going to Seaside Heights, which is south on right. the north side of right. 35. So lots of little blocks in between, and I'm file, I'm file, we're single file. I get a guy at a stop sign, I go in front, gets me down under the car, hits my friend behind me, and he stops. And he goes to my friend, are you okay? And my friend says, yeah, I'm fine, but my friend is under <laughs> your car. Get out! Under the car. Uh, Listen, back back in the 70s, cars were higher off the ground. Yeah. I know that because you could I used to sneak under them playing manhunt. They were higher yes. off the ground back then, yes. Yes, yes. And I got to say, man, I, I crawled out front of the car, and then he backed the car up oh, off the bicycle, uh, and oh. the handlebars were bent, and that was it. Wow. So I was in the middle of that car, and I got to say, I watch now going one way against traffic. I'd like to know if I'm getting hit. That's I it. I get the puppets from the back. I know. I, I want to see it coming. Rick, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Tom is in Asbury Park on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Tom. Hey, Stevie. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, pal. How about you? All right. Um, I'm actually calling in to throw my two cents in. Good. Um, I, uh, and actually, it's in regards to your, to your previous caller. Um, you got to be careful with that riding into the traffic, Steve. Because, because the traffic, like for, for instance, coming out of a side street, right? That they're they're making a right hand turn. They're looking for the oncoming traffic. You're on the if you're coming towards them, they're not looking for you, and you're going to get clipped. You're seeing them, so you'll be able to anticipate what they're going to do. I'm not saying. I mean, I know the. I think the law is you're supposed to be riding with them, right? But like for right. me, my cousin, like I said, my cousin died because he never saw it coming. 
A woman was looking, she, she was looking like slowing down to look at every street sign and swerved into the lane and wrote, got him from behind. Uh, and he died. Uh, you know, just slammed wow. him to the ground. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, I pre- this was many years ago. I appreciate that. But the idea that you're in the, you know, you can't see it coming. Whereas they're behind you, they may not, especially now with cell phones and texting and everything, they may not see you. But at least if you're riding, I feel, if you're riding against the traffic, you can now look, you know, you could see what's coming and, uh, you know, your head's on a swivel, but you'll be able to avoid anything. If you see the guy making a turn, you can get out of the way or at least anticipate it. Whereas behind, you have no idea what's going to happen. Right. Well, your point is well taken, but there's a reason why they design the, the well, bike lanes, for instance, for going with the traffic. But it's, you know, your point is well taken, Steve. No, I got it, Tom. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You know, and again, there are, the bike lanes aren't everywhere. I wish they were. 1-800-283-101.5. Moving on over, Law. We have it starting today in New Jersey, and that means that you got to move over a lane. If you see a bike, if you see someone in a wheelchair, you see a pedestrian. If you can't move on over, then you got to get, like, within four feet. Uh, you got to slow down to 25 miles an hour, and if you can't pass, you got to stay behind. So, based on that, what is the most dangerous situation you've ever been in? If you're uh, riding a bike on the street in New Jersey, do you ever have a close call with a car? If you're riding a car in New Jersey, do you ever have a close call with a bike or a pedestrian or someone operating a wheelchair or anyone else that you didn't see? 1-800-283-101.5. The cold weather's here. Snow, ice, rain, you name it. You're out shoveling or slip walking to the car. That old injury flares up. You hurt yourself out there. Well, you need to call Trinity Rehab. What are you waiting for? Trinity Rehab can help, and now's the time. Give them a call at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. They have the EPAP machine, which most places don't have. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, and gets rid of pain fast. Most patients are better in three, five-minute sessions. No prescription needed to get started. Call them at 800-518-0977 or trinity-rehab.com. They are here for you. Isn't it time to start feeling better and have no pain? Call Trinity Rehab. They have locations all around New Jersey. You know that. But now open in Somerset, Short Hills, Wayne, as well as Wall and Wyckoff, too. And in Pennsylvania, locations in Newtown, Doylestown, and Newtown. Square. Check out their newest locations in Hackensack and Cherry Hill, New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. Wishing a happy 60th birthday to John Bon Jovi. Can you believe that? 60 years old. Oh my God. Alright. Moving on over to law begins in New Jersey today. And uh, just wondering, uh, what's the most dangerous situation you've ever been in? Walking, riding a bike, or operating a wheelchair along a New Jersey road. Basically, what the Move It On Over law is, if you're driving down the road, you see somebody uh, riding a bike or walking or, uh, you know, man in the wheelchair, you got to move over. You got to get one lane over. Now, if you can't get one lane over, you got to get at least four feet away. And you've got to slow down at 25 miles an hour. And uh, if impossible to pass, you cannot pass. So if you're in a car, what do you do? If you're in a car, first of all, how annoyed do you get? Um, And secondly, have you ever had a close encounter with any one of those things? And if you're on the bike, same thing. Have you ever had a close encounter with a car? 
uh, when you're on a bike, riding on the roads in New Jersey, especially the back roads in New Jersey, or have you ever had like a, a situation with uh, either the bike to the car or the car to the bike? Because not all cars are happy that the bikes are on the road. And a lot of bikes feel, hey, it's our road too, shut up. And uh, I know that could, that could be kind of confl- conflictuous. Is conflictuous a word? That could be conflictuous. 1-800-283-101.5. Now, if you don't obey the moving on over law, well, there are consequences. Uh, drivers who violate this law in an incident resulting in bodily injury are subject to a $500 fine, two points on their license. If no bodily injury occurs, the fine is $100 with no uh, points assessed. Now, in cases where means of personal conveyance are permitted on roads, uh, the law states that the motor vehicle operator must either move to a lane not adjacent to the pedestrian, if safe to do so, maintain a distance of at least four feet if a lane change is not possible, or if unable to utilize either of those options, slow down to 25 miles an hour. Not always the easiest thing to do. And when you're on the bike, do you prefer riding into traffic or along with the traffic? I am an into traffic guy. I know the law is supposed to ride along. I am more comfortable if I got the traffic in front of me because now I see what's coming at me. I see what I'm looking at. I see what, uh, you know... I can anticipate any danger. If I'm behind, if I'm driving and I got the guy behind me, I don't know what he's doing. You know, I don't know if he's even going to see me. And again, I know that's the way you're supposed to do it. Well, 1-800-283-101.5. We got the move it on over law, named after uh, Senator George Thorogood, I guess. And it all started today. The original statute was intended to get motorists to slow down or shift lanes to accommodate emergency or construction vehicles on the shoulder. This one looks out in a similar fashion for people in wheelchairs or motorized wheelchairs, riders of bicycles or electric bikes or scooters, public utility, property maintenance workers. It's dangerous. And again, the delivery bikes, the guys who ride the bikes through the city on delivery. Those guys are, now especially with Uber Eats and everything, those guys are maniacs on the road. They're really good at what they do until they aren't. But they can weave in and out of traffic with no problem. Uh, They're fearless. They're fearless. Ride along the white line. So many things that can just get them killed. And yet, it it just rolls right off their back. Absolutely no problem with it. 1-800-283-101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. And again, I want to thank Wegmans. Wegmans Employee Appreciation Day. Wegmans Food Markets remind you Friday is National Employee Appreciation Day. Show your employees you care with a catered office lunch from Wegmans Food Market. Visit Wegmans.com for more information. Trust me, it is delicious. Jersey Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelace. We'll be talking till 11 o'clock tonight. All things Jersey. Trevia coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. Playing for tickets to see Colin Mockery and master hypnotist Asad Meki at the Union Performing Arts Center. They're going to be uh, performing something called Hyprov. 
Improv Under Hypnosis. You can win the tickets on Trevia. It's going to be fascinating. And uh, Colin's going to join us at 910 to explain more about what it is. Meanwhile, uh, like I said, uh, I got to thank Wegmans. The food was fantastic. Bob Giaquinto can attest to that. Did you eat? I did. Oh, my God. Oh, it was incredible. It was I, so good. Sushi and uh, and those little pinwheel sandwiches and then the big sandwiches mm-hmm. and the breaded cauliflower and the gavadil with the tomatoes. Was, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Y- you really can't beat it. No. It's so good. And, you know, Wegman Food Markets remind you Friday is National Employee Appreciation Day. Show your employees you care with a catered office lunch from Wegman's Food Markets. Visit Wegman's.com for more information. They even had, like, takeout containers. Yeah, I usually bring. I keep takeout containers like in uh, in, in the in the you know the drawer that I've got because mm-hmm. you never know. Oh yeah, but today they had takeout containers, which I, I love. Keep your stash. You yeah, got to have your own. It was good. Really, I got to beat the cleaning lady. <laughs> We're having a race here to see who can get, who can get to the food faster. <laughs> All right. So yesterday, yesterday I come in here and uh, accidentally take my wife's cell phone to work. You can imagine the fun I had when I got home last night and uh, didn't realize I took her, accidentally took her phone along with my phone. So she had no phone. And uh, as it turns out, uh, I ended up with my son's phone somehow. Oh, no, 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 no. What it was was I got a text from my son who thought he was texting his brother. Oh, jeez. And this gave me the idea for another topic. No oh boy. And, uh, you know, he could have got himself in trouble. But it turned out I learned a little bit more about my son. Thinking that he really doesn't. Either he set me up saying, I'm going to send dad a text. Like an, like an I don't do that kind of stuff text. Just throw him completely yeah. off the scent. So the dad will think I'm wonderful and we'll never do that kind of stuff. Or he sent the text basically telling his brother, I, I don't do this kind of stuff. I don't know what the deal is here. Uh, you know, uh and I got him. Oh, good. It's good to know he doesn't do that kind of stuff. You know, I'm not going to get into what that kind of stuff was, but you get the idea. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm wondering, though, have you ever, has anyone ever had uh, sent out or gotten the wrong text? You know, like, you know, you have a butt dial, like, a, is it, is it like, what do you call that, a butt text, where you text to the wrong person? Because this happens to me all the time. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'll be on the air. And while I'm on the air, people people don't realize, like, what could he possibly be doing? He's got time to talk. Right? And me, I get the bing, and I have to answer it. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm in the middle, COVID is murder! Excuse me. And, and while, while I'm arguing with the guy, I'm trying to figure out the text here and how to do it. I can never understand when I first started talk radio watching some of those guys do it. Because those lazy, little good for nothing. They can't even focus on their jobs. Right. Now I find myself doing it. But not very much. Uh, but when the little bell goes off, that's why I have the silencer on. When the little bell goes off, you got to know. Oh, yeah. I can understand texting and driving. I don't agree with it, but it gives you in there, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. Did I win a million dollars? No. But uh, anyway, I'm wondering, like 1-800-283-101.5, has, uh, have you ever sent a text to the wrong person? You didn't mean to send it to that person. You know, you're, uh, you're multi-texting, like multitasking. You're multi-texting. And the one text went to the wrong number. What happened? Was it an incriminating experience for you? Uh, or did you ever receive a text that was meant for someone else? And how did you react to that? 1-800-283-101.5. What happened to you? So I was on the receiving end of okay. the text. Um, I was... 
getting ready to go to work and I get a text like at night just before some event from one of my interns. And I guess he well, obviously he meant to text his girlfriend, but he texted me instead. And the the message was something along the lines of, you know, oh my goodness, I can't wait to see you tonight. <laughs> I can't wait to cuddle. It's gonna be so great and blah blah like this I really wait gushy lovey text. Uh. And I text him back, I'm like I'm flattered, but I don't think I should be doing this with my intern. <laughs> I would have played along. Oh, yeah. I would have oh. played along, let it go, read it on the air. It would have been, been great. And, and it was one of those, I'm flattered, but I, you know, I, I don't think a relationship between a boss and an intern is really appropriate. So, sorry. And he's like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's what I want. That's what I want. 1-800-283-101.5. Did you ever send a text to the wrong person? What happened? Who was the person? How was it received? How was it reacted? How did you feel after you find out? And uh, the same token, did you ever receive a text that wasn't meant for you? And maybe maybe it was someone uh, sending you information you really didn't want to know about. Or maybe someone confirmed suspicions you had 1-800-283-101.5 ah drama let me hear let me hear let me hear the text that you got or the text that you sent because i'll tell you it's so easy to do it is so easy to do if you're multi-texting forget about it mike's in hamilton on the jersey 101.5 hey mike hey how you doing bud how are you tonight i'm good how about you I'm um, not too bad, not too bad. Beautiful night out. Uh, finally, right? Yeah, yeah. I uh, uh, The texting thing, I, I was, just a couple of years ago, I was at work, and uh, my boss called me on my cell phone to ask me to go do something, something that I thought was pretty stupid. Right. <laughs> didn't need to be done right then and there at that time. So uh, I said, yeah, okay, I'll take care of it. I hung up. A buddy of mine that I worked with there for about 15, 20 years, I thought I was texting him how ridiculous our boss <laughs> Okay. That's stupid. Uh-huh. I was texting my boss. Uh-oh. He just told me what to do. How ridiculous and stupid that he was, and he was making me do that. I thought I was sending my buddy. Uh-huh. Sent it to him. He wasn't too happy about that. What happened? Did he, did he reply, or did he wait till you came in the next day? He had he had texted me back, hey, stupid, you better check who you're texting next time. And I looked down, and I saw his name, and I texted back. My phone rang about 10 seconds later, and he said, you got a problem with what I'm telling you to do? And I had to pretty much apologize and say, no, 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 I'm sorry. So oh. never the same after that again, though. Never the same again. No, you know what? You got to say, oh, you got my joke. Ha, 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 ha. I just wanted to see if, you know, if you would play along. I don't think you would have believed me anyway. Nah. It was pretty. Uh, no, yeah, you you so. still work for the guy. Yeah, actually, still work for him. Yep. All right. We better. You know what you got to do. Now you got to send him the wrong text. He's like, oh, the boss is fantastic. Oh, gee, I'm sorry. It went to the wrong person. I was really texting my buddy. He ain't buying it. Eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Give me the text that you sent to the wrong person. Or give me the text that you got where you were the wrong person. 1-800-283-101.5. Like Mike said, you know, he uh, the boss told him to do something, and he texted his friend how dopey the boss was, and the boss found out, and it was never the same again. Has that ever happened to you? 1-800-283-101.5. You really got to be careful with the texting. 
And you got to be like, maybe like take an extra second before you hit the send. Just to make sure that it's going to the right place. 1-800-283-101.5. Depending on what it is you're hiding, depending on what it is you're trying to cover up, or who you don't want to know, especially if the people are so close on your phone that you don't want them to know. 1-800-283-101.5. Dave, I'm going to give you more time. i got some people buzzing in, but I want to know. I want to know that text that you sent to the wrong person. Did he come back and bite you? Was it? Uh, were you able to get out of it? Did you get caught? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelisse. Is New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. 1.5 wants you to get the luck of the Irish. You can instantly win. Free $100 gift card to Wakeman's Food Market starting Monday. You're listening at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for the Luck of the Irish secret code word. Entered our app to win a $100 Wakeman's gift card. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Edison Nissan, Route 1 in Edison. This St. Patrick's Day, get the Luck of the Irish from New Jersey. 101.5, asking the musical question. Have uh, you ever screwed up your texts? Have you ever gotten a text that wasn't meant for you or sent a text to someone that wasn't meant for them, but it was supposed to go someplace else? Dave is in Pennsylvania on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Dave. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How you doing, Dave? Good. Um, yeah, the same thing happened uh, twice with the same person. I was, um, my ex, my son's mom, she had a... She had a, um, um, she texted, she basically texted me once and didn't mean to send it, but she pressed send. Right. And it said that she was uh, pregnant. What? me, I was, as the father. Get out of here. Was she messing with you? No, she was serious, but she didn't mean to press send until I got out of the car. <laughs> so what happened? Yeah, well, that was that was it. We had a kid. It was like school. I was loving it, loving everything. But then so one other time, she said she was she kept on sending messages. Her, I wouldn't get them all. Right. Sometimes I would get a text message that she sent somebody else, and one, one of them said I put waffles in the microwave for you. It's like, oh, cool. So I went downstairs in the microwave, and there was no waffles. I was so upset. <laughs> it was for it was for it was actually for her daughter. So. Uh, okay. It wasn't for some other guy, right? It was for the dog. But what sucks about that is you're all ready for waffles, right? You got the appetite. You're ready to go, and there are no waffles. Yeah, I was pissed. <laughs> that, was, that was the crime. Andrew's in Bedminster on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Andrew. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing all right. Uh, well, I, had a, uh, I was dating this woman. And uh, I was talking with a, a female friend of mine about, you know, what was going on. Right. And things were kind of getting rough in the relationship. And I was, you know, just asking this woman for advice. And then I told her that I was planning to break up with her. Right. And I, and I, and, and I sent the message to the, uh, the girlfriend. Oh, man. What happened? And she responded and she said, oh, I, I'm so relieved. Because I feel the same way. And I was like, whoops. Uh-oh. 
So, like, when you got it, were you like, or were you like, this could be a groundbreaking moment for the relationship? Uh, I just, I just told the other, the woman who was my my female friend, what happened, and she she just laughed. She was laughing. Well, what did the girlfriend do? Did you guys like were you able to talk through it, or did you just break up? Uh, no, I was the end of that. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> but that was all right. Yeah, wait, it came. It was, it was going south. I learned my lesson though. Yeah, you got to really pay attention who you're texting. Andrew, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. We've all done it. You know, you're, you're texting uh, maybe like two or three people. That's what usually happens. You get a couple of people texting you at the same time. You're trying to maintain two conversations on a radio conversation. No, no, I mean two conversations. And uh, sometimes one goes to the other. Or sometimes, like, you're just so quick that you don't realize as you dial up the person that you're trying to text that you dialed up the wrong person. So has it ever happened to you? Have you ever texted someone that you didn't mean to text? Did you ever get caught like this guy? Right? He's texting the friend about the girlfriend, and he's actually texting the girlfriend. See, like, that could have gone two ways. She could have said, oh, man, I didn't realize this. And then maybe that could have been, like, a, a, a groundbreaking moment for honesty in the relationship, and it goes on. Uh, uh, but then again, life isn't a lifetime movie, so that wouldn't happen. But what about you? 1-800-283-101.5. you got to be careful with texting. I hate texting. Because texting, it's down. It's there forever. Words, you can maybe forget, maybe you remember, right? But once it's in print, and everybody, I had Adam Carolla on my show once, and he says, you know, we were kids, you were taught to keep your mouth shut. Now we tell everybody. Like like, uh, detectives today, all they got to do is grab your cell phone, right? The confessions are all there. Because what do we do? We do something, we got to brag about it. But 1-800-283-101.5. Last night, um, I accidentally took my wife's cell phone to work. And when she came to get it, I got a text from my son who thought he was texting his brother. And it turned out that he was really texting his father. So has that ever happened to you? Have you ever sent a text to the wrong person? Like I said, we've all done it, but what's your story? What is, uh, what is the time that it really got you in deep doo-doo? Or the time that uh, you actually put your foot in it and didn't realize it? 1-800-283-101.5. You ever play along? Like when somebody texts you, when you get the text, it's wrong, and you just play along? 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, and how long can you let it go? Before you actually let them off the hook and tell them what you did. You know, tell them what's going on. No, stupid, it's me. That's the best. 1-800-283-101.5. Somewhere along the line, we've done it. Somewhere along the line, we've been there. You know? And, uh, you know, text unto others as you would like them to text unto you. So, like, do you let them off the hook or do you mess with them? Because you never know how long it's going to last. 1-800-283-101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Texting. Your friend's way of saying, I really don't want to talk to you, but I would like credit for the conversation. And sometimes you send the text out, and then you're like, sorry, I wasn't meant for you. And then it's almost offensive. What do you mean it wasn't meant for me? Marilyn's in Piscataway in New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Marilyn. Hi. How you doing? Good. Okay, mine was more of a phone conversation. Right. 
I had my sister watching my kids. Right. And I called her and told her that I had left some money to make sure she fed my kids. So right. She said, okay. She thought she had hung up. Uh, she ended up dialing somebody else while I was still on the phone. Oh. And she was telling the person that I left her money and she was going to take my money, spend it on herself, take my kids to White Castle and feed those bitches whatever they can get. Oh, busted. And I, I couldn't wait to get home from work. <laughs> so what happened? Oh, when I got home, I packed the stuff and she moved out. That was great. And my kids did end up, she did take them to the White Castle. That's all she fed them was some White Castle. And uh, I left more than enough money for White Castle. Yeah, really? What are you, Harold and Kumar? No White Castle for your kids. Step them up. <laughs> Good stuff, Marilyn. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. What about you? You ever get the text? I mean, how could you possibly to top that Yeah, one? really. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's happened to me before where, um, you know, I've, you know, my wife's going out of town. I text my friend, I've got some freedom. I mean, I think, <laughs> I, yeah, I think you meant that to go to someone else. The yeah. hell you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you had. 8.30. Now the latest New Jersey news from it. Brought to you by NJ Spine and Wellness. New Jersey Spine and Wellness is your team of experts in neck and back pain. Visit the orthopedic and pain management specialist at NJSW.com or call 877-333-NJSW to learn more about you can how you can relieve pain and get better faster today. NJSW.com. Steve Trevelisse. Colin Mockery coming up in about a half an hour. Talking about the hypno-improv show he's doing. Hypnosis and improv together. First, you put them under the spell, and then you make them do funny things. And we got the tickets for you to win in trivia tonight at 10 o'clock with uh, Gemini. The very funny Gemini's coming in, as is very funny Mark Rick and Donna. But uh, weddings are going the way of football. Have you noticed that? We have Monday night football. We have Thursday night football. Now we got Monday night weddings. We have Thursday night weddings thanks to the pandemic. More and more uh, couples uh, are creating demand for uh, Mondays and Thursdays. Troy Aikman could perform the ceremony on Thursdays, right? Uh, have you ever gotten married on a Monday or a Thursday? Is it cheaper? Like, did he give you a special rate for the Monday or Thursday? Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I kind of like the idea. You get an extra day off, right? Of course, if you're going to the wedding, you got to call out of work. Uh, I went to a Thursday wedding, my friend Tommy, but I had to work that night, so I went to the church. And then Bill Spadia went to the wedding. He, went, he got the reception. I got the church, which I guess we both did well in. one 800 Of course, he got to eat. Uh, have you done the Monday or Thursday wedding? Did you prefer it? How did it work out for you? And also, while we're at it, what is the most creative wedding you've ever been to or you've ever thrown? You know, like the off-the-wall weddings, the non-traditional weddings. We had a wedding where uh, comedian Ryan Marr married people. Uh, he was in here talking about it. Uh, I have a friend of mine, uh, this jockey, Mark Shepard, who I used to work with at WPST. Guy's got a DJ business and a real estate license, and he can also perform ceremonies. He's like, I will marry you, DJ the ceremony, and help you into your first house. Thank God he didn't do anything for the wedding night. 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever gotten married 
on the Wednesday or the Thursday. How do you feel about the idea? Do they cut you any kind of a break? Or is it just, look, we're so overloaded thanks to the pandemic that this is what we got open, and if you want to take it, and more and more people are wanting it. So if you want the Monday or the Thursday, make your case. Is it better? Because then, like, we get the th- we get it out of the way on Thursday, and now you got the whole weekend to celebrate. Or if you do it on Monday, right, you got to wait the whole weekend to do it. Gives you more days. But then again, if you're invited to it, you probably got to call out of work, right? But the most creative wedding, regardless of that, I got married twice. The first time I got married was in a firehouse. They took the engines out. We had the ceremony, put the engines back. I kid. Uh, second time was on the beach at Caesars Casino in Atlantic City. Everybody who bet that day won. We didn't bet, right? Lucky in love. 1-800-283-101.5. But we're seeing New Jersey wedding venues. More of a demand for the Mondays and the Thursdays. So would you do that? Uh, and do you get a t- do you get a deal? Brian is on two eighty seven on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Hey Brian. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? Um, I'm good, but um, a little gripe here. Tell me. Um. <laughs> People aren't choosing to get married on Mondays and Thursdays. I think it's because venues are being extremely difficult with couples and not letting them out of their contract. Oh, some of them are real douches. Losing ten to twenty thousand dollars, people are going to obviously have to choose something. But that's why did that happen to you? Uh, no, friend of mine. What happened? Exactly what I said. They, you know, uh, pandemic came. They said and they will no, let him out of it. Can't get you out of the contract. And all of a sudden, it's like you have to choose. You know, we have all kinds of days, and it's like, well, you know, they don't want to get. But, Nobody wants to get married on a Monday. Who, you know, or a Thursday? That's. It. I'm so looking at a headline right here. Everybody. I'm looking at a headline right here on NJ1015.com. New Jersey wedding venues seeing more demand for Mondays and Thursdays as opposed to seeing more. Because I agree with you. You know, I mean, I would do it, but you got to call out work. It's more of an inconvenience. But if your friend signed the contract, he didn't sign the contract. They didn't sign the contract for Monday and Thursday. So there should right. be some kind of a, you know, some kind of a deal made. And you know what? It would have been so much better if they just let him out of the contract, knowing that there's such a demand they're going to book it anyway. What a great public relations move to say, listen, we're going to let you out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, some, some of these guys, they just get so money hungry that they don't see the forest through the trees. Exactly. And you know what? It's, it's their wedding. There's 5,000 of them a day or every weekend, you know, so it's not like they can't make this money up. No, that's what I mean. Like you were saying, there's such a demand, there's such an overload that rather than force them to do the, you know, to do the Monday or the Thursday, knowing it's going to be bad publicity, they're going to be miserable. Everybody at the wedding, no matter, it's it just, it sets you back. It's so much harder now to make it right. Although at the end of the day, at the end of the, everybody's happy. But still, why work from behind the eight ball when you don't have to? They could let, they could be heroes. And I, I'm going to read this article. I feel like it's uh, a little misleading. Okay. Uh, well, you know what? Again, it's, it's opinion. Some people probably they yeah. probably talked to the guys that like the idea and said, "All right, great idea." 
Brian, it's on nj1015.com. The title of the article, New Jersey Wedding Venues Seeing More Demand for Mondays and Thursdays. Is that, what you're, is that where you are on this? Or is it more New Jersey venues forcing couples to get married on Mondays and Thursdays because they're money-grubbing bastards? <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday have become part of the norm, with certainly Monday and Thursday being the most popular. Now, this is from... Uh, uh, Gene Cotella, president of Landmark Hospitality, which runs event venues in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. So this isn't one hall. This is, uh, I guess, what they say they're seeing. Weekends are still the go-to for engaged couples, Saturday night being the top choice. But weeknight weddings are a trend that's here to stay. Is it, Are they really here to stay? Or is this just something that... Uh, we're dealing with now because of the pandemic. So one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Where are you on weekday weddings? And uh, what's the most creative wedding that you've ever given or attended? This is Eric Scott. I'm T- point five. Steve Trebleis. Go to nj one zero one five dot com. You will find the best mac and cheese places throughout New Jersey. And you know how much you like mac and cheese, right? Also, a great recipe for mac and cheese I put on there. The information on the Atlantic City Boat Show is on there as well. Do check it out. All right. Uh, people get married on Saturday. Then they got married on Friday. And the thought when you get married on Friday is, what's the matter? You can't afford the Saturday wedding? Was there a problem with the Saturdays filled? Now, thanks to the pandemic, people getting married on uh, Mondays and Thursdays. It's like our wedding's becoming like... Uh, NFL football? Soon they'll be getting married in London on Sunday mornings at 9.30. That'll be the new norm, right? Troy Aikman will preside over your Thursday wedding. And, uh, I don't know, they'll bring back Bob Costa <laughs> to do the Friday night wedding. It's the old fr- Friday night lights. The, the Thursday night wedding uh, on Amazon. Uh, but anyway, uh, so where are you on this? Do you... Uh, do you like the idea of the Thursday or the Monday wedding? Have you gone to the Monday or the Thursday weddings? Uh, or is it something, as Brian called earlier and said, people are being forced into this? Now, from nj1015.com, Dino Flamia wrote the article. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday have become part of the norm, certainly with Monday and Thursday being the most popular, says uh, Jeannie Cretella, president of Landmark Hospitality, which runs event venues throughout New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Now, the DJs got to love this. I used to be a wedding DJ. And the idea that DJs could do wedding ceremonies during the week would be fantastic. Weekends are still the go-to for engaged couples, with Saturday night being the top choice. But weeknight weddings are a trend that is here to stay. I don't know about that. Compared to 2018-2019, weekday weddings expected to rise by 2%. That's not a lot. Uh, According to a survey by thenot.com, one-third of wedding plans for 2020 before the pandemic took hold were to occur outside of Saturday. But where are you on this? It's not unusual for every Thursday to be booked in a season, says Cutella. Mondays are extremely popular as well, beginning in the summertime months. I don't know. I mean, you could do, like, I see Sunday nights if you've got the Monday holiday. Uh, Or maybe Thursday nights if there's a Friday holiday. But to just do a straight Monday night or a straight Thursday night, knowing that people got to work, you know, people got to, they go off from work to do it. Where are you on it? 
1-800-283-101.5. And um, what are some of the creative weddings? A friend of mine uh, was going to City Hall to get married. And he's got an Uber to go to City Hall in New York to get married. And the traffic is really bad. He's really upset about it. And the uh, Uber driver says, you know, I can marry you. I said, what? He goes, yeah, I can marry you. And it turns out the witness in the car was an ex-priest. He starts asking him all these questions. You know, I said, well, what do you do with the license? Or how do you do it? And the Uber driver had all the right answers. And my friend's like, all right, he knows what he's talking about. Pull into that park. And they actually got married by the Uber Uber driver in the park. And he showed me pictures. My friend Jimmy showed me pictures of them signing the marriage certificate, signing the papers on the hood of the car. That's a creative wedding. 1-800-283-101.5. Give me a creative wedding. I knew I, I did I DJ'd a wedding and I think it was at Millstone at a firehouse or Applegarth firehouse and the couple got married in the bucket of the snorkel. High above. And I'm down uh in the firehouse where they've taken the engines out, playing the music, while up in the barn, up in the bucket, you hear the fire engine, you hear the engine noise and everything, and up in the fire engine in the bucket is where they got married. And uh, you know, then they lowered them down and right into a dip party. Okay? Beat that. 1-800-283-101.5. New Jersey's News. It's all right. It's all right. Oh, yeah. Whatever gets you through the night. That would be Steve Trevelis. You and me, kid. It's 11 o'clock tonight. Talking Jersey. Taking names. Trevi is coming up in the next hour. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. The very funny Mark Riccadon is already here in the other room. Uh, preparing. That's what he's, he's preparing to come in. Uh, he's not entertaining the troops overseas. They sent him back, I guess. <laughs> so he'll be in here uh, at 10 o'clock. Gemini. Johnny Lombardi is going to be in here as well. Uh, we're going to be giving away tickets to, uh, this is a very, very interesting show here. It is called Hiprov, and it's at the Union Performing Arts Center. And uh, Colin Mockery and uh, Asad Meki are going to be calling in here soon to tell us all about it. Uh, just when you think you can't take improv to another level, they managed to do it. And we're going to be telling you all about it in a little bit. Meanwhile, if you check out the uh, Steve Trevelis page at nj1015.com, we got the best mac and cheese in New Jersey. I surveyed my social media, came up with all kinds of great places. Everything you need to know about the Atlantic City Boat Show, which is coming this weekend. Uh, Declan O'Scanlan called the show this week and gave the over and under for when we're going to get self-serve gas in New Jersey. Now that we have sports betting in New Jersey, you can do the over and under. Also, uh, uh, Survivor, New Jersey. Now imagine, imagine if Survivor, after 42 seasons, were to do a show in New Jersey. We've got the challenges right here at uh, nj1015.com. You look for coffee. Have we got coffee? The best coffee places in North, Central, South Jersey. The Jersey Shore, we got you covered. Comedian Paul Veneer recovering from mini strokes. We got that story for you as well, my good friend. So 1-800-283-101.5. This is a very, very interesting show. I can tell you about it. I guess uh, while we wait for him to call, uh, 
the live show combines hypnosis and improv. And the way, you know what you're thinking, like, how far can you take this, right? Because what can you do with improv? More improv? And you've seen Colin Mockery work with uh, Drew Carey. You've seen him work with um, Ryan Stiles. You've seen uh, Brad Sherwood. In fact, I remember one time we had Colin Mockery on uh, from one location, I think Canada, and Brad Sherwood was on from Las Vegas, or was it the other way around? Uh, Colin Mockery joins us now. Colin, how are you? I am fine. How are you? I'm doing great. I was talking about the last time when you and Brad Sherwood were on, and I think you were in Las Vegas and he was in Canada or vice versa. Yep, I was in Canada, he was in Vegas. You're right? right, and you guys managed to do Zoom shows together. Uh, and now you got something so completely different. Uh, just when you think you can't take improv to another level, right? You and Asad Mekki, who, uh, is this Asad? Uh, have taken it to another level called Hiprov. And uh, Asad, welcome to the show. Thank you for calling. How are you? Oh, I'm excellent. Thanks for having me. All right. Now, uh, I want to know, uh, Colin, what is HIPROV? I'll, I'll tell you exactly. Um, Assad asks for 20 volunteers. Right. Gets it down to the best five, and then they and I form an instant improv troupe and do an improv show. So now, and this all started with Assad sending you an email. So, Assad, you, you got the idea first? That's right. I sent a cold email through his website. His longtime manager, Jeff Andrews, picked up the email. Right. We met for coffee. We chatted about the concept of marrying hypnosis and improv together. We threw it up at the Second City main stage. The show went exceedingly well. We toured it across North America, 43 cities, and now we're here. Wow. It's got rave reviews. I know. I, I've been hearing all about this. Now, you, so you started out, you, you bring 20 people up, you narrow it down to five. How do people get eliminated? They're just not hypnotized enough, or how does that work? I'm looking for physiological feedback, so I'm looking for changes in rate location of respiration. So breathing changes, right. skin color changes, skin tonus changes, stuff that poker players look for. So I'm looking for physiological feedback, tells, if you will. When I see the right tells, I'll keep the people on stage. When I don't, I'll remove them. All right, so then you get the cream of the crop, and uh, this makes you got it, it right. This makes it easy for Colin to work with. So, what are some of the things that you do with these people? Um, well, we treat them as improvisers. Uh, unlike other uh, hypnosis shows, we don't make fun of our um, subjects. They're there to uh, help me do a show. Right. So we have uh, a list of games we play. Assad sorry, gives them some suggestions, and then they just uh, go for it. But the beautiful thing about them is while they're under a hypnotic state, they're true improvisers. They react to whatever Assad or I say without thinking. They just do it naturally. It's, it's fantastic to watch. Now, how is it, you've worked with some of the best improv people, and how is it working with the, those under hypnosis compared to, like, Ryan Stiles, some of the great people you work with? Because when you, when you go with them, you know that you don't know what they're going to come back with, you know what I'm trying to say? Whereas the hypnosis, the people under hypnosis don't have that kind of training and reflex. Yeah, they're way better than Ryan. <laughs> that out there right now. Um, you heard it here first. 
Good. I mean, the great thing working with Ryan and those guys is because I, I know them so well, and I know we all have the same um, foundations of improv. So even though I don't know exactly what they're going to do, I can sort of um, figure out what to do, and, and I trust them enough to follow them. With um, these people, I have to form an instant bond with them and just trust that they are going to be fantastic, and they usually are. We usually get at least one major star right. uh, from every show who just um, we, we just unlock this hidden talent that even they didn't know they had. Talking with Colin Mockery of Whose Line Is It Anyway, Asad Mecki, Master Hypnotist, and together at the Union Performing Arts Center, upac.org slash events on March 17th. It's going to be an incredible hip-hop show. What is the, uh, give me some of the funniest things you've ever seen doing this show that you've seen these people do. I've been manhandled a lot. Uh, in a loving way. Uh, we had... Um, we have a scene we uh, sometimes do where they have to propose to me and they um, sometimes just uh, Assad gives them the suggestion that they've fallen madly in love with me. Right. Sometimes they just can't contain themselves. So it's, um, it's, I, I hold them back. The I audience. hold them back, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. There you he go. He does save me if it does look like it's going to go too far. No. But, yeah, it's just what I love about it. It's the, the best thing about improv in that you have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. So it's as much fun for me as it is for the audience. This is like a high wire for you, right? It's a common yeah. high wire act. Um, Every show is different. Exactly. You know, like you don't know, you know, you don't know what they're going to do or how they're going to react. And then, you know, you guys just have to go with it. Do you have some kind of a watchword or something or a way to snap them out of it if it gets too crazy? I always know. I'm always constantly calibrating the people up on stage, watching them and checking in on their behavior. So I'm calm watching them like a hawk. So I know exactly how far we can push. You see this being done with celebrities one day? Oh, I mean, sure. don't be surprised if you see this show in New York City at some point I'll uh, that right now. <laughs> you could have hypnotized Drew Carey and the rest of them. This... I think those guys are half hypnotized anyway, so it, it wouldn't be that much of a stretch. <laughs> That's what makes it work so well. Colin, I can't thank you guys so much. Assad, best of luck. This is going to be one hell of a show. Now, it's going to be March 17th at the uh, Union County Performing Arts Center. Tickets are on sale now at ucpac.org slash events. Uh, Hip-prov. And uh, what's, uh, you know, what's, what's the best thing you want to happen at this show? Home. Just that uh, people walk away having had a great time. Every show uh, we've done, shocking. I mean, it shocked me because we we never had a chance to rehearse the show. Right, you can't. The time we did the show was the first time we did the show, so there were a lot of unanswered questions as to how this would go, and it's just been a resounding success from day one. So, I certainly hope that the uh, audience enjoys it it as much as we do uh, performing it. Colin Mockery, Asad Mecki, you guys have taken hip-prov to another level. You've taken improv to another level and hypnosis to another level. Best of luck with the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. You got it. Sports Radio, I'm sorry. 
1-800-283-101.5. It is 918. It is New Jersey 101.5. Fast traffic. North down roots. You and me hanging out. Improv. Hypnosis meets improv. Colin Mockery and Asad Becky. And that's going to be uh, March 17th, better known as St. Patrick's Day. And uh, you can win tickets on Trevia coming up at uh, 10 o'clock. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. The very funny Gemini, Johnny Lombardi, Mark Riccadonna, helping me uh, dispense the questions. So get ready for that. In the meantime, uh, for the second straight day, the Camden County Health Department announced confirmation of a rabbit raccoon. That was on the Beatles' White Album, right? Rabbit raccoon. Uh, by the way, tomorrow night... We are giving away tickets to an incredible show in Atlantic City. Uh, it was 50 years ago today, I think it's called. And, oh, my God, you're going to have um, Todd Rundgren, Joey Mullen from Badfinger, Denny Lane from the Moody Blues, Christopher Cross, and uh, Jason Sheff from Chicago, each doing two of their own songs and songs from the Beatles' Rubber Soul and uh, Revolver album. And we are giving away tickets for that tomorrow night. Could have a special Beatles category. So uh, you can guess the opening line of Beatles songs and win the tickets as well. Tonight we got the Trevia, Music, Movies, Television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. But as I was saying before, for the second straight day, Camden County Health Department announced confirmation of a rabid raccoon. Um, second such occurrence in a six-day span. So now we've got rabid raccoons uh, biting. This one wounded a family dog who was in his own yard in Cherry Hill. Both injured dogs and rabies vaccinations received booster shots. They're under confinement, observation for 45 days. Have you uh, ever seen your dog? Has your dog or cat or pet ever had to tangle with a wild animal? Have you ever seen it, or uh, what do you do to keep your to keep your pets away from the wild? I mean, here you got the dog is in his own yard. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Have you ever tangled with a wild animal or gotten bit by a wild animal? What do you do? You know, like with the dog doesn't have the fear that you do. The dog is natural instinct. If a raccoon, you saw a raccoon, you'd probably jump, right? If I saw a raccoon, I'd jump. The dog sees the raccoon, he wants to fight the raccoon. And what really gets me is when the, the little dogs, they want to fight more than the big dog, right? The big dog, he could care less. Eh, raccoon, big deal. The little dog wants to take him on. You versus the wild animal, or you versus the raccoon. I mean, or, you, uh, your, or your pet versus the wild animal. How did it go? 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever had to pull your dog or your cat or your pet away from a wild animal? Have you ever gotten involved in that? You ever have to, like, go out there with the broom or the hose or whatever and just try to separate them? That's got to be a scary move. 1-800-283-101.5. And you don't even know, like, you know, if they're rabid or not. The February 23rd incident, the family first discovered the wounded dog, then observed the deceased raccoon in their yard hours later. And that's when they called animal control. My wife uh, does home care, physical therapy. And she had to escape a dog 
You know, she had to run over. You know, the dog went after her. She ran and jumped the fence. Quite the sight, I must say. 1-800-283-101.5. You versus the wild animal. Your pet versus the wild animal. Tim is in Monroe in New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Tim. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So uh, probably about 10 years ago, I had a dog. I came home, let the dog out, and it started wrestling with a raccoon that looked real sick. Right. Animal control came. They said I had to quarantine it for 45 days. Luckily, I knew a guy with raccoon dogs. They tracked it. It wound up having mange. Saved me a world of trouble. So a lot of them have mange that they look like they're rabid, but they have mange. Oh, really? So you got to get the raccoon and get the raccoon examined, though. Yep. So if I didn't get the raccoon, they would have to quarantine the dog for 45 days. Oh, God. Or do the t- the uh, the brain test to see if it was rabid. Well, the brain test is where you got to kill it, right? Well, that's where they find that it's rabid. Yeah. Well, you don't want that. Let's <laughs> go. I, I actually had I actually had a wildlife removal business, and we came across it a lot. Really? Yeah. Not just I mean, not just raccoons, all types of animals. No. Nah, you know what? That that's some business. You got a wildlife removal business. I did, yeah. It's not as good as what it sounds, man. Yeah, because it sounds so glamorous. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Oh, it must have been. That, that must have been like, did you like watch Elma Fudd as a kid and get the idea to do that? Uh, I'm, I'm a big outdoorsman, and I, uh, I do it anyway, so I said, why not make money with it? No, that's, that's what I mean. It sounds like a lot of fun. You grow up doing it, right? Now you get to you know, pursue. That's called living the dream. Yeah, but luckily I knew a guy who had uh, three hound dogs that were for raccoon hunting, and I called them, and they they tracked it probably, heck, a mile away, and they were luckily able to find it. Wow, you're a lucky man. Tim, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Ellen's in Pennsylvania on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Ellen. Hi, Steve. You're so goofy. That's why I love to listen to your show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a happy show. You know, after all the politics... Yeah. No, enough already. Yeah, we we need to laugh and have raccoons attack our dogs. That's what makes it fun. Gee whiz. No, and look, uh, it was a year ago, but, uh-huh. you know, my cat escaped um, outside. And, I, you know, somebody just left the, the kitten on the front stoop. Right. And I, I ran outside, and I saw this uh, red red fox. And I tried to get him because, you know, I don't know if it was had rabies or not. but right. Well, you know, he finally showed up on my windowsill in the kitchen. Right. And, you know, him and a, a raccoon were sitting outside outside my window, my window pane. Wow. And it was like, it was like a drive-thru. I thought, <laughs> what are you doing? No, this is not self-service or anything. Yeah, really. We're not going to give you a Big Mac. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, brother. No, it's just, I, you know, I... You know, I used to see a whole bunch of deer, uh-huh. and I used to think they were cute. Now they just look delicious. Yeah, I like that. Anymore. I like that. You know, that's why, you know, like when, you, when you're when you a kid and you watch Bambi, you feel really bad when Bambi's mother gets it. When you're old and you watch Bambi, you're like, good for her. Meh. <laughs> I love you, Steve. All right, bye, sweetie. So long, kiddo. That's Ellen. And uh, you ever had the uh, run-in with the wild animal? Like a run-in with a car, or like no, like a, like mono, a mono. wild like mono and mono. I I came about thirty feet away from a ten-point buck, 
um, when I was going inside to my house once in Ohio, I saw a few does walk by. I said, oh, look at the cute doe. And I turned to my right, and there's a buck staring right at me. Oh, my gosh. That was easily the scariest moment of my life. Take the buck, give the points. <laughs> it's 9.30. Now the latest new... 283-101.5 is the number. Steve Trevelis. All right. They found a rabbit raccoon, a rabbit raccoon in Cherry Hill, and it got the family dog, and uh, the dog lived, the raccoon not so much. Have you ever come in contact with the wild animal? Have you ever uh, gone one-on-one, or your pet ever gone one-on-one? How did it work out? 1-800-283-101.5. Trevi is coming up at 10. Christine is coming up now in Keensburg on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Christina. Hey guys, how are you? Good. How you doing? All right. So my parents both live in Ocean County, and they live in different houses, but they both came in contact with a big black snake. How'd that happen? My mom. I don't know. My mother called me outside, and I ran like. Yeah, <laughs> I would too. A big black <laughs> snake. Yeah, my dad saw it. Um, on his porch. Right. So he hit it with a rake and it kind of flipped over and went away. My mother has a garden outside. Right. She found it all coiled up and she threw scalding hot water on it. Now, wait a minute. The snake doesn't live. Your parents don't live together, right? No. Yet, the, your, your father saw the snake, hit it with the... First of all, the snake has been through hell. He got hit with the rake, and it goes over to your mother. It's like a cartoon snake. Boing! And the rake forms the shape of the snake, right? And then uh, the snake goes over to your mother's house. How does he know to go to your mother's house? Well, they live on the same block. Oh, like next to each other? No, no, no. A couple houses away, but... It, it, like, flipped itself over and ran away. And my mom, a couple hours later, my mom's like, there's a black thing. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm in the house, and I'm doing the recovery. So I'm like. Well, and then she throws scalding hot water on it? Yeah, she boiled water in the microwave and threw it on the snake. Oh, my God. So what the snake do? Yeah! <laughs> From high, I don't know. But I, I was like, I don't want to know. Yeah, right. Now, were you living there at the time? Yes. You were. And where, where were you? Under the bed? <laughs> I was I was on top of the couch, <laughs> and my son my son I have a I have a little son he was watching it through the window. All right, and it was a big snake, right? It was about two and a half three feet. Wow, those snakes! I I had a hedge in front of my house, and imagine my surprise! I walk out my front door, and to the right I see the like the shrub, the hedge, and there's the there's this big giant snake just laying on top of the hedge, like sunning himself. You never seen a guy run back. Was, yeah, my my dad had that. It's like he hit it with the rink. The thing was like setting himself on the porch. Yeah, wait, 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 get the hell out of here. Get your own, get your own share. I didn't think, I didn't think that you know, black snakes come to Jersey, but apparently. Yeah, I mean the snake had he had the baby oil and the iodine. He was rubbing himself with the sun in and all that. It was it was horrible. Christina, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Uh, Michelle's in Washington Township on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Michelle. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Oh, tonight I'm good. But when this incident happened, I was not so good. What happened? What so, happened? <laughs> so I live single on an acre, right. um, kind of in like farmland. So I have a, a nice garden outside. Right. Get home from work. I let the dogs out. 
two dogs, one um, lab, one German shepherd. Right. So before I know it, I hear a shuffle in the backyard. I go to see what's happening. And each of my dogs is on one end of a groundhog. And oh. they're it. It's a tug of war. What? And I was mortified. I was like, oh, my God, no, this is not happening. This is not happening. I went outside. I told him all the commands, leave it, drop it, no. I called my son. Hey, what should I do? These dogs are playing tug of war with this animal in my backyard. Right. Said, Mom, go get the hose and hose it down. Hose it down. I went to get the hose. All they did was run away from me. They still kept it in their mouths. Get out. Up. <laughs> it was the worst thing ever. I was so disgusted. Yes, it was awful. How'd you get rid of it? How'd you finally get him to let go? Eventually, the older dog actually listened to my command. He got tired. <laughs> um, but there was no hope for the animal. It was, it was, yeah, beyond. Then I had to call somebody else to come get it. Oh, it's the most disgusting thing. It yeah, really. Groundhogs are ugly, too. And tough. Like, they have that thick skin. Like, I've seen them like, yeah. over the fence and get in my garden. So I was glad it wasn't in my garden, but I was not glad that dude, that happened. No, it's awful. Oh, how, how big, what kind of dogs are they? Uh, they're each 50 pounds. They're both adopted. So one is a lab mix. Uh -huh. He's mixed with uh, big pit bull and the other one. Yep. Yeah, he wasn't going to beat the pit bull or the lab. You know, I got a little called a Maltachon. You know, my dog is like half the size of the groundhog, yet he'd still want to. I, the little dogs want to take him on. Right? It's awful. It's yeah. Awful. Exactly. I'd be yeah. looking at the groundhog going, oh, if this, if this groundhog figures out about these dogs, <laughs> I'd be more worried about that. But your guys handling them beautifully. Oh, well, they actually caught a bird out of the air. I had to deal with that, too. Really? Yes, it did. Yes, yes, yes. And it was breathing. It was it was not good. So, yeah, they're hunters. They're, they're going to hunt. They're going yeah, to protect everything. Wait till they start bringing it to you as a gift, you know, as a thank you. No, no, no. Please, no. That's what they do, right? I had a, my dog, my, I had a dog before this dog who was a half uh, Australian cattle dog and half terrier. And he brought a possum in the house and dropped it at my feet. And I didn't realize, I thought it was dead, and then I go I go out into the other room, and I go online, possum, uh, marsupial, likes to play dead, likes to play dead? No. I go back in my living room, the thing's gone. And now I'm searching my house trying to find them. I call the police, state trooper comes over, me and the state trooper are like trying to sneak up on the possum. We finally oh call God. animal control. He's got a gun, and we're still trying to sneak up on the possum. We call animal control. Old lady shows up at the house. I swear to God, she's got like a flannel nightgown on and this, this instrument with like a hook and a lever. And, Where is he? I'll get him. Got him out by the neck. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> Oh, well, at least you got it, and it was out of your house. That's yeah. good news. And the dog is like, oh, a bunch of possum. Ain't I a cool dog? <laughs> and, and doesn't he do it again? Like, two weeks later, he shows up again, and he's got another one. And it turns out that it was mating. I, I call animal control, and they left me a voicemail saying, it's mating season, and not all the possums make it. Some of them die. The possums are going through puberty. Some of them die when they go out, and some of them are actually, uh, you know, actually make it to adulthood. And I'm like, I'm great. You know, all of a sudden, I'm like happy days for a possum. <laughs> Wasn't happening. Uh, Michelle, I know, right? <laughs> Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Chrissy, hang on. New Jersey 101.5. Please. All right, I'm looking at this uh, concert going around the stadium tour. Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Poison, and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. 
I saw Joan Jett. My God, time time has passed. You know, it's it's funny. John Bon Jovi, sixty years old today. He held up really well. You look at John, John. Uh, I, I mean, everybody ages, but it's weird when like stadium tours age, because then you just see a bunch of old people in the stadium. <laughs> I mean, like, you know. Well, Paul's going to be in a stadium, but Paul is different because you know kids have been grew up on Paul. Uh, talking about you versus wild animals. Your pets versus wild animals. A rabbit or raccoon in Cherry Hill uh, bit the family dog. And the raccoon didn't make it, but the raccoon. The raccoon didn't make it, but the dog did. So have you ever had a problem like this? 1-800-283-101.5. What have your dogs ever gone after? And what did you have to break up? Chrissy's in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Chrissy. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I have to, it's so funny because this just happened last month. Right. I have five little dogs. Three of mine, two I'm fostering. They're minpins. Right. They're what? I have a fence pin. They're miniature pinchers. Oh, okay. Minpins. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're little minpins. And I have a little fence pin area in the backyard, and I let them out. And they all and they have some toys out there, and they all ran towards what I thought was their toy, but it was a little skunk. Oh, uh, a little skunk. So, yep. But I ran out. I was out there like twenty minutes. Trying, they, we all got sprayed horribly. Oh no. Yep. Then I let them. I get them in the house. They're jumping on the furniture. With, oh no. <laughs> yep. It was a sick nightmare. Oh, sorry. It was. Terrible. I I would I would consider getting rid of them at that point. I'd make them outside. Do- I'd make them outside dogs at that point. We stunk so bad it was terrible. I couldn't go to work the next day. Oh man! So what did you what do you do to finally get that off? Are you read about tomato juice and everything? I was going to ask. I, yeah, uh, vinegar. I read something and it actually worked, but it took a few days. Yeah. To throw out the sheets, and oh, it was awful. Um, yeah, what about the you furniture? Know, that all had to go, too, right? Yep, I had to, well, I had to get rid of all the, it was the bed. They jumped on the bed and everything, uh, but I had to bring a rug cleaner in to clean everything. It was awful. Oh, man, that is horrendous. That is really bad. Yep. And now they're okay. <laughs> Yeah, everything's okay now. I think nobody's told me I stink. So did you? No, no, no. I, 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 hold on, let me think about. It. No, you smell fine from here. What about what about the skunk? Did you adopt the skunk or what? No, he, I, he got, I lifted up the fence and because it's this metal, you know, this little metal thing, and he ran out. So, well, yeah, after, after he did his dirty work, then he took off. That was awesome. Oh, I my. kept running into the cloud of it. Oh, I can't, I, I can't imagine. And you get out there, the first thing you're thinking of, please don't spray me, please don't spray me. You run. No good. That's enough to make you puke. It was the worst smell ever. I oh, I couldn't imagine. Chrissy, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Actually, I can't imagine because how many times when you're driving down the road and you smell it and you're like, where the hell? And you, you roll your windows down. They say, like, if you roll your windows down and roll them back up, it'll get the stink out of the car. But it doesn't work no matter what you do. 1-800-283-101.5. We got another, another rabbit raccoon biting a family dog in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Like there's an epidemic down there or something. Uh, have you ever dealt with that? 
Have you ever, like my dogs, thank God, I got a fenced-in backyard, finally, and uh, nothing gets in, and they don't get out. But I'll tell you, if I ever had that situation, you know, because you don't know, especially like when you see the dog with the wild animal, you don't know the story of the wild animal. You don't know how bad they are. You know, uh, whether they got the rabies or not, infected, if it's a skunk, oh my God, I can't even imagine that. But have you ever had that situation? 1-800-283-101.5. Your dog versus the skunk or your dog versus the wild animal. How did it go? Uh, We got Trevi coming up. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. We got tickets to see uh, Hipprov. A combination of hypnosis and improv at the Union County Performing Arts Center with Colin Mockery and uh, a world-famous hypnotist. And what they're going to do, they are going to get together and they're going to bring people up out of the audience, Master Hypnosis, Asad Mekki and Colin Mockery. First, they bring up the hypnotized, and because uh, the hypnotized, as we know, never lie, ask Roger Daltrey. And then, with what's left... Colin Mockery comes out and does a little improv. It's the show that you've got to see. So jump on right now. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. And uh, the categories are music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. Helping me ask the questions, Gemini and Mark Riccadonna. All Jersey. All that asks the musical question, what else do we know about New Jersey? It's Jersey Trivia with your host, voted the most trivial man in New Jersey, I'm sorry, that's Trivial Steve Trevelis. It's Trivial. If I told you once, I told you a thousand times. It's Trivial. And welcome to Trivia. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. We ask you multiple choice questions about these Jersey-related categories. And if you get them right, boy, have we got a great prize for you tonight. You're going to get a pair of tickets to Hipprov. Improv Under Hypnosis with Colin Mockery and hypnotist Asad Mekki at the Union County Performing Arts Center on Thursday, March 17th at 8 p.m. Yes, it's St. Patrick's Day, but you don't need the drink. You need to see this. This is going to be good. Go to ucpac.org for tickets. Uh, use radio code all caps for $10 off each ticket. Hurry, the offer ends Friday at midnight. It's going to be an incredible show. And who's going to help me ask the questions? First of all, Oh, we got a director. We got a co- director, a comedian, back from the Russian front. <laughs> Mark Riccadonna is How here. How are you doing? I'm doing good. So, man, you tell me about the play you're directing. We have a, a it's a series of one-act plays. Um, we're doing it in New York City. At, right. um, and it's uh, right on 50th and 8th. And it's, um, it's going to be next week, the 10th, 11th, 12th. You can get tickets at Theater 68. Dot com and uh, it's our good friend Ronnie Marmo. Ronnie Marmo, you know, it's his. I'm theater not a comedian. Company. I'm Lenny Bruce. Yeah, it turns out he is a comedian. I'm not Lenny Bruce. Fun. I'm a theater guy. <laughs> um, and he put together a bunch of actors, a bunch of directors, and all the writings original from people in the theater company. That man's a hustler. Yeah, he got. He went through sixty-seven other names before he came up with Theater Sixty-Eight. <laughs> you know what? I, he, he told me where that came from. He had sixty-eight cents in his pocket when he started it. 
it. And that's how he got the name. For real. That's how he got the name. I that's love it. 69. 69. Yeah, it would have been different on a show. It would have been a different kind of play. That would be a Times Square. Right. That would be Times Square. Old Times Square. It's coming back. It's coming back. When I went to school, I went to announcer training studios in the 70s. And uh, it was on 42nd and 7th, uh, for, right, right between an adult bookstore yeah. and a brothel. Yeah, that's the four deuce, man. Where I learned radio. <laughs> and, uh, wow, you must scream pretty good. Over <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll here, Mark's got the music and the movies. And Gemini has got the New Jersey and the television. Johnny, what's going on? Hey, Steve, I'm so glad to be here again. I uh, Somebody banged into me yes. while I was walking. I said, oh, my God, that's you were on the radio the other day. I said, yes. Was it, did you hear me on 101.5? <laughs> she knows. It was some Jewish. I must sound Jewish to some people. <laughs> that station, I'm not on. Oh, well, that's like, <laughs> the, uh, that, that thing you sent me, I tweeted it out. Was uh, it? That was a little That fun. was beautiful. Yes. I, I put it on the Facebook. Please. That was very good. Everybody, go look at... Um, the, the Facebook, Facebook and the Twitter <laughs> at Real Steve Trev. We tweeted it out through the radio What's it station called? as well. Real Steve at Real Steve Trev. Real Steve Trev. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Okay. All right. Now, now you got the music and you got the Jersey and the television. You got the music and the movies. Oh. I got the New Jersey one hundred one point five. And as we all know, we start the show every week with a song from Raymond and Rockaway, Montana. Raymond? We know you're there. Raymond, are you there? Raymond and Rockaway, Bonazana. What happened? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. We got we have computer they're, problems? They're lifting the hood. Uh-oh. <laughs> Car trouble again. This is where we talk amongst ourselves. <laughs> so <laughs> so when you does anybody <laughs> notice the man under the table? <laughs> <laughs> when you went to a radio school in New York City, did you have to learn how to speak over the gunfire? <laughs> is that, that the first exactly. class? Exactly. That was, uh, I, actually, you know what? It was. It was like late 70s. Wow. And uh, it was a completely different Wait, 40 seconds. What made street. you want to do that? And you're doing it so this long, so awesome for you. Yeah, like, it was great. But what made you like wake up one day? And, I listened to Imus. Okay. And I said, man, I could get paid to work four hours a day, play music, oh and have God. the rest of the day off. I'm in. <laughs> and then I so, just, uh, are we all right? Should be good. Okay, hold on. Okay. Raymond, you there? He's not there. <laughs> Raymond <laughs> from Rockaway, Bonazera. Buonasera. There he is. Bob saves the day. How you doing, my friend? Bob the man. I am fine. My first thing is my prayers goes to Croatia and the following cities, countries around him, and especially Poland and Hungary, which my beloved wife comes from. And may God bless them all. Absolutely. And what are we going to sing tonight, Raymond? One, two, three, four. Come fly with me. Let's fly, let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in Far Bombay. Come fly with me. Let's fly, let's fly away. Come fly with me, let's float down to Peru. In Alma Land, there's one-man band, and he'll toot 
is you to you. Come fly with me, let's take off in the blue. Once I get you up there, where the air is rarefied, we'll just glide. Story eyes. Once I get you up there, I'll be holding you so near. You may hear angel cheers, cause we're together. Weather-wise, it's such a lovely day. Just say the words and we'll beat the birds down at Alcapulco Bay. It is perfect for a flying honeymoon, they say. Come fly with me. Let's fly. Let's fly away. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Wow. You know, and the time it took you to sing that, gas went up 30 cents a gallon. That was beautiful. Do, do you have a picture of this man? <laughs> oh, you're out of me, Raymond. I want right? to yeah. also say good evening to your lovely guests. Well, good Thank evening. You. Thank there you. There you are. Thank well, you for grace. Well, Raymond, we need a picture. You got to mail us a picture. We got to put it on the website. Yeah, because you have a very distinguished voice, okay. which yeah. means you I have a distinguished you look. Okay. Absolutely. I, what is your category? Actually, I just took I just took a picture of me uh -huh. at eighty six years of age, uh -huh. and nobody can believe that. All right, send me the picture. So I'll send it to you. Well, right. we want to see the uh, license too. What's your category? Life. Uh, 101.5. Ah, a hot steaming cup of 101.5. All right. I want you to tell me, name the New Jersey 101.5 personality who named his son after a beetle. Was it Big Joe Henry? Was it me? Was it Bob? Or was it Craig Allen? The son of who? Name the uh, of a beetle. Oh, of the beetle. Oh, uh, I will say uh, Bob. Oh, Ray, Ray, Ray. Was it you? Of course it was me. I thought it was you. <laughs> We're not giving the answers, though. Shh, don't tell oh. anybody. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. It is Trevia. Music, movies, television, New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. We have got a tremendous prize here. You're going to get tickets to Hiprov. Improv under hypnosis. Go to ucpac.org for tickets now. Use radio code, all caps, Use code RADIO, all caps, for $10 off each ticket. The offer ends Friday at midnight, so movie your so-and-sos if you want to get that deal. Mark Riccadon has got the movies and the television. Uh, Johnny Gemini Lombardi, he's got New Jersey and the television. Mark's got the music and the movies. I got New Jersey 101.5. AJ's up next. Here's New Jersey 101.5. Fast traffic. The NK Payday to a local small business. Nominate your favorite New Jersey small business to win $10,000 of New Jersey 101.5 advertising plus an NJBIA membership. Enter now on our app or NJ1015.com. Thanks to our sponsor, the NJBIA, New Jersey Business and Industry Association. Support small business. Give them a 10K Payday from New Jersey 101.5. 
trivia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. You're playing for tickets to Improv Under Hypnosis. Hip-prov is what we call it. Colin Mockery, Asad Mecki at the Union County Performing Arts Center, Thursday, March 17th at 8 p.m. Helping me give it out, Mark Riccadonna, a director with multiple plays next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday in New York of all places. On Broadway. Uh, <laughs> off Broadway. Off, 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 Broadway. off, off Broadway. <laughs> off Broadway in Union City. <laughs> Is it Union City? No, no, it's in New York Get City. The hell out. But, uh, That's where I'm from. Are you? Union I City? I've been there for years. I love Where'd Union you live? City. Right off Palisades Avenue next to the Boxing Club. I was uh, 518 14th Street by the Blue Chapel. <laughs> Good times, eh? Johnny Gemini Lombardi is over here. He's got the television, and he's got the New Jersey. And uh, we got AJ in West Orange. What's up, Daffy? Hey, bugs and friends. How are you? How are you? you? Are you ready to win? If we have a Charles in charge in Newark question again, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Charles in charge, ducking bullets. <laughs> All right, kiddo, what is your category? Well, I'm going to have to redeem myself, so I'm taking television. All right, television. Johnny Gemini. Oh, my God. You, you're going to redeem yourself with this. Okay, why did you do that bad the last time? I threw it for a loop. Well, you know a Charles in charge question? I've never seen it. Oh, okay. All right. Not in Newark, at least. Okay, you got to open your eyes up a little more. It's there. Let me tell you. Okay. This is a Charles and Trenton question. Charles and Trenton question. (laughs) Okay, you ready? Here it is. Uh, Name the racehorse that Tony and Ralph invented in P-O-My. P-O-My. Give another question. Okay, Give that was a bad one. <laughs> Give another question. Okay. What? Uh, ready? Uh, we're going to do another one. What famous actor from Patterson is the voice of the disabled cop Joe on the show Family Guy? Is it Quagmire? Is it Joe? Is it Peter? Is it Cleveland? Okay, now you go. <laughs> Wait, that was the question? That was the question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the Patrick show, Warburton the very, fa- very from famous Patterson. show. Uh, the fun family guy, the cop. Who is he? Joe. Joe is right. Look at this. She redeemed herself. We really give her a hard time. <laughs> Johnny Lombardi, Road to Redemption. <laughs> Let's go to Tim in West Hampton on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Tim. Hey, what's going on, guys? How much? How you doing? Living a dream as always. This is the dream, man. This is the dream. All right. What is your category? I'm going with movies. 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 I, Riccadonna, they call him. Movies for guys who like guys who like movies. How many on screen deaths are there in Goodfellas? A, 100. B, 5. C, 22. Or D, 18. What a good question. That is a good question. On screen death, not off screen death. Yeah, on, on screen. screen death. Like, yeah. you got to see him kill him, not like when they found the dude in the freezer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you see him, kill him. We had a guy sit there watching The Sopranos with a calculator. <laughs> but this ain't The Sopranos. This is oh, this is good. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Goodfellas, with a calculator. 
All right, what were the numbers again? A is a 100. That's some Rambo numbers. B, 5. <laughs> C, 22. Or D, 18. There's a lot of dead people, but not a lot of on-screen deaths, I will say. I that. know. It's either, it's either 5 or 18. But I'm going to go with 5. I think he's going to win. Woo! Look at this. All right, there we go. We bad, we bad. Yeah, you would have known 18 deaths on the thing. A hundred, that's like, well, if it would have said Valentine Massacre, that would have been 18, right? This would have been a very different movie with a hundred deaths. It would have been a very different movie without Layla. Oh, my, yeah. That was the scene, right, with all of them coming together. Let's go to Lisa's in Union on New Jersey Auto 1.5. Lovely Lisa, how are you? Steve Aru, it's been a long time. I know, where you been? Coming. Hey, hey. I don't even know. I don't even know, but right now I'm now I'm in Clark. Okay, she's in, she's in Clark by the diner. I was in I was in motion. Oh, okay. Um I have to tell you one of your one of your guests has a voice that's actually hypnotizing me. I'm falling asleep in my car. Oh really? <laughs> it must we're, be Hold on, each each one of you speak. The Jewish the Jewish guy. <laughs> the Jewish guy. I, I can't believe He's that. Putting me to sleep. Just relax. Gotta eat. I'm Just telling you, listen relax. to this voice. All right. It's mesmerizing. Right. Take, take off your seatbelt and drive. When when, when drive. you did the last question for the lady, I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> well, he actually he used to do drive time, but yeah. so many car accidents went on from people falling asleep. Oh, it, became, it, became, right. it became nap time. And the insurance I'm companies loved me. Uh, what's What's Got your... a very soothing voice. <laughs> What's your category, kiddo? Let's do uh, New Jersey, please. Rick, uh, oh, Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Oh okay, fall asleep. Johnny. Make sure your head's by a pillow. All right. Johnny. Where are the pillows made in New Jersey? <laughs> Johnny. Okay, NFL Films is located in what? New Jersey town. The NFL films is located in what? New Jersey town. A is Cherry Hill. B is Berlin. C, Mount Laurel. And D, Mount Holly. God, let's see how good you're at this. Are you saying NFL films? F-I-L-M-S? F-I-L-M-S. NFL films. I have no idea. Do it. Would you please run that again. You just want to go to sleep, don't you? <laughs> yes, I just want to hear your voice. Warm milk. It's NFL Films is located in what New Jersey town? A, Cherry Hill, B, Berlin, C, Mount Laurel, or D, Mount Holly? They're all down south. Hmm. Okay, you have to choose one because we have commercials and stuff coming. All right, darling. Um, let's say Berlin. Uh, I'm a loser. Oh. Okay. Oh. Sorry. Good night. Ten thirty. Now the latest New Jersey news from eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. It is Trevia. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey one zero one point five. Mark Rick and Don is here. Johnny Gemini Lombardi is here. And the tickets to Hiprov, Improv Under Hypnosis with Colin Mockery and Asad Mecki at the Union County Performing Arts Center. 
Thursday, March 17th at 8 p.m. It's going to be a hell of a show. You know Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? He's joined forces with master hypnotist Saad Mecki for the return of their hit show, Hip Prov. They hypnotize you and then they improv you. Uh, improvise. Hypnotized and improvise. This is big. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Rich is in New York City on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Rich. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? I'm hanging in there. All right, Rich. <laughs> Wait, this is a familiar Rich. That's right. Okay. Oh, this All is right. the steamroller. All right. No, it sounds like a Karuchi guy. Is this Karuchi? That's who it is. How you doing, pal? Karuchi. That, that voice was putting me to sleep. <laughs> not in a soothing way. No, not in a soothing way at all. What are you doing in New York? They threw you out of Jersey? I go in there do a couple of spots in the city, then head back to Jersey. Well, we got to get you in here. Stopping at Rudy's uh, in Hell's Kitchen for a beer. There you go. There you go. Give the man a question. What's your category? A beer. Man, I confusing, but I would say movies. Movies. Movies Riccadonna. Here we go. That's his mafia name. Movies Riccadonna. Movies with Riccadonna. Here we go. In the very Jersey movie, Atlantic City, what is the name of the gigantic elephant structure shown at the beginning of the film? Oh, is it that a, is uh, a. Come on, you. I, I can give you multiple choice, or do you want to fly yeah, yeah, on I'll, this? I'll go right ahead. Right, a is Lucy. B is Pete. C is Honker. D is Angel. Come on, you. Lucy. 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 Lucy the elephant. <laughs> I shot a movie in Atlantic City. In your pajamas? Where I <laughs> shot a movie. <laughs> and when we were uh, staying at the, the, they put us up, it was directly across from Lucy. And every single morning, I would walk out onto the balcony mm. with a cup of coffee and look at, right at Lucy's butthole. Oh my god! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you, you ever see the inside of Lucy? There's like an apartment in there. Yeah, it's like a yeah. little hotel. You can rent it out. Yeah, I guess. for parties and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to uh, Gary's in Edison on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Gary. Okay, I was once under hypnosis. You were? Yeah, in Union County, they had uh, they had a rock show and they had a hypnosis hypnotist right. and they had 13 people upstage. And I was the five of the finalists that was there for the whole um, duration. So what they make you do? Oh, make like you were rock, you were rocking on a guitar and hot. Right. It was hot. It was cold. All sorts of stuff like that. Oh, okay. Did they, ever, did, they, did they ever snap you out of it? <laughs> no, I'm still under it. <laughs> go, okay. See, that would be, <laughs> we should do like a comedy show where first we have Assad hypnotize the audience and they have to laugh at everything we do. Wouldn't that be great? Boss, I finally killed. Just you. walk out, say anything. Ah, holding, banging the floors and everything. That'd be beautiful. How much strength that has to be that you can hypnotize like out of an audience right. five people and get them to do what you want. Yeah. I but you, they can only do, do what you do want to do. You, they can't. If you don't want to do it, you, right. they're not going exactly. to be hypnotized. Yeah. Oh, you okay. have to be. Okay. You have to be a willing participant. Yeah, you have to be a willing participant. Yeah, but so, how many women you think would want to? Oh, take off their bra. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't. don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> they wouldn't don't do that. that. I don't All right, hold on, Gary. 
What is your category? Yeah. Music, okay. movies, television, New Jersey, New uh, Jersey 101.5. Let's go with the Garden State in New Jersey. The Garden State in New Jersey. Johnny. Garden State, New Jersey. Okay, you ready? To get right. hypnotized again? <laughs> Don't, why you got to say it like that? I'm in a trance right now. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Yes. Okay, Flemington, it's, it's where I live now, has the world's largest what? Oh, my God. I... Trains. Oh, oh my this. God, he's right. I don't know if he's right. He's right, correct. He's right. right. I would think so. There's a big place there right on the highway. Absolutely. Yep, it's the largest one in the in the... United States. Yeah. And yeah. you went there, didn't I went you? there. I brought the boys. They loved yeah. it. Oh, the trains? Yeah. That was the best, huh? I, my, right. my oldest is very loyal. He he loved trains when he was in diapers. He still loves trains. Anything train-related. One of my one of my best friends since I lived in Marlboro, since I was 17, is a guy named Fred, and I talked to him today. And he, go, he goes to school, right? Gets out of high school, goes to college because it's the law. You know, he goes <laughs> to college and he gets his degree. And in the end, when all was said and done, he worked a couple of jobs, hated it. And all his life, he just loved the trains. And uh, he goes to MTA, gets a job as the conductor. And nice. now he's working in a tower. And he just loves the hell out of what he does. And nothing to do with college. But he always wanted to be on the train. And, you know, after that four years was up, and he realized, yeah, I got to do what I got to do. Yeah. He's been in the tra- since he was a little kid playing with the trains. And now he's a grown man playing with the trains. <laughs> and just living it. And that is the, that is the ultimate living the dream. Do that of being a love. fireman or a truck driver. When, you, when you're a little kid, you're playing with the toys. Yeah. Same thing with the, uh, with the guys with the, the operate the trains, the heavy equipment. Yeah, that's what my grandpa. Yeah, they train them on exit eight. No way. And like those guys, they start you off at like seventy five thousand a year operating the operating the high end cranes. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I, Don Jameson is the king of doing what you love and the money will follow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I love heavy metal. I'm gonna make a TV show where I talk to people about heavy metal. Is it does it get any better than that? <laughs> He's living life. Absolutely. And then he did the sports show where he was going around the beer money? Yeah. The beer money was good. Go to sporting events. You know what I love about Don events. You tell Don I need thirty seven minutes and forty two seconds of comedy. 31, 42, and he's done. <laughs> he is absolutely right on time. Just like Pete and Ewing on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Pete? Uh, same, you know what, different toilet. But anyway, how's everybody doing? <laughs> All right. We're always bringing material to the table. I love it. We're doing good. How about you? I'm doing great, man. Like, you know, my, my usual saying, another day above the dirt. I can't complain. <laughs> There you go. If I did, if I did complain, who was going to listen? Pete will be doing that motivational speaking tour starting next week. <laughs> we'll, we'll listen. Hey, Buy the tapes. Hey, man. Seriously, after two brain surgeries, major ones, wow. yeah, I'm thankful for each day I'm giving, man. I'm always positive. Good Absolutely. One. What's your positive category? Well, hey, man, I was actually thinking about switching it up to, you know, New Jersey 101.5, but you know what? Yeah. I'll stick with TV. 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 Johnny Lombardi. All right, get ready. And I'm rooting for you going through all them, you know, with the head things. <laughs> with the I head. Got all right. I no, got all kidding aside, really rooting for you. Okay. It's all gravy, baby. <laughs> all right, I'm taking one of the roots away. So I'm just rooting a little bit now for you. Okay, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. 
played a villain in what 80s police series? Was it A, The Equalizer, B, Wise Guy, C, Jake and the Fat Man, or D, Hill Street Blues? Pick one. Man, I can't remember any of them. But, uh... All right. Uh, Hill Street Blues. Uh, I'm a loser. I'm a loser. Sorry. Jersey Radio. Point five. All right, one 800 I got a couple of slots open if you want to call. It is Trevia. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. We have got a pair of tickets to Hip Prop. Improv Under Hypnosis with Colin Mockery and hypnotist Asad Mecki at the uh, Union County Performing Arts Center, Thursday, March 17th. Uh, you go to ucpac.org for tickets now. Use radio. Uh, that's the code for $10 off each ticket. Hurry, the offer ends Friday at midnight. You know Colin Mockery. He's the star of uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? He joins forces with master hypnotist Asad Mecki for the return of their hit show, Hipprov. Improv under hypnosis. You see, they take it to the next level. Just like Mark Riccadonna takes it to the next level. Gotta take it to Couldn't the just do comedy. Couldn't just go overseas and entertain the troops. Now he's got to be a big-time director. And now he's back here. <laughs> now he's back here with a series of one-act plays next week. Yes. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We uh, For all the information of the location and the get tickets, you can go to theater68.com and then just go to the box office that has everything in there it's a uh, it's in new york city it's on um right off of 50th and 8th avenue it's a beautiful theater and you can come in with there's there's seven one act shows so if you don't like one it's great just wait you're gonna love the next one another one right <laughs> and then the following night seven two act shows <laughs> no we call it act two all the second acts <laughs> third night and then we got uh johnny gemini lombardi one of the funniest comedians in the history of comedy is right here in this studio taking it up to another level and he didn't bring his puppets Thank you for that nice, nice of course. Answer. Better than the girl saying, oh, she's sleeping on the road. That was horrible. That was horrible. That was really horrible. And then the other uh, caller going, oh, he's a Jewish guy, which I don't mind being Jewish well, guy. You know, right. and, and, and I'll tell you, the perfect guy now to, to bring this home, a closer. Okay. Uh, Andrew is in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Andrew. You sounded distorted, Andrew. Are you on the? Are you on the? Uh, is the phone battery dying? Goose Gossage was out of the bullpen, nervous, and he's trying to maybe not pop up. Oh, okay. Goose Gossage he's bringing to the table. Oh, okay. Welcome to the guests, and I know it's not Tuesday, but I got a twofer. A twofer? What do we got? I had an old Stephen Mitchell. And then when people don't get any hate mail from. You know, it's nice. Raymond sings Sinatra and Andrew tells Stephen Wright jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was back to say welcome to the guests. Double welcome. Okay. So, right. so uh, how come we drive on the parkway and park on in the driveway? Okay. <laughs> and, 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 and the next one? And I got another one. It makes me sound paranoid. You know, Steve, I tuned in tonight, honestly, at 10.30 p.m. Uh-huh. And you did, but this part is not honest. I couldn't understand half of what you were saying, but then I realized I should take the mask off the radio. 
Ah, <laughs> mask off the radio. That's a uh, variation on a huge joke. Uh, okay, I like that. Uh, what is what is your category? <laughs> Can't get you cannot get COVID from listening to Steve Trevor Lee's. Except no Why is marijuana against the law? It grows naturally upon our planet. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> music, please. Music, music. Here we go. Hey, uh oh. What do all the girls talk about in Bon Jovi's Runaway? A. Each other. B. Celebrities. C. Social lives. D. C. Social. C. Social lives. Oh, Look at that. All right. He's 60 years old, Bon Jovi, today. Yeah. Happy birthday. 60 years old. Uh, Mr. Jovi. We were going to send him a cake. I invited him down. I am a big fan of Mr. Bon Jovi. I had a microphone over there and everything. Rob is in brick on New Jersey 101.5. Bring us home, Rob. How are you? Hey, Steve. Love your show. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime, pal. What is your category? You know what I love? I love 101.5, baby. My He's like the big bopper. Eyes. You know what I like. <laughs> Let's go through. Uh, all right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Name the town. Dominsky and Doyle worked before they came back to New Jersey. Cleveland, Detroit, Mayberry, Los Angeles. It's got to be Detroit. Detroit. How about that? All right, boys. Another hour is coming gone. Until we do this again next week. Uh, and you're going to be, uh, give the plug one more time. Uh, so next weekend, not this coming weekend, uh, we will be at theater68.com. You can check it out in New York City. We have a bunch of 1X Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And this week, if anybody wants to take a road trip, I'll be in Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, Michigan this week. Yeah, but dodging some bullets. Bring me back some pizza. Oh, Detroit, the Detroit pizza. pizza. Unbelievable. Oh, oh, oh. All right, right. And Johnny? I uh, just uh, Thursday, I know it's not right here in the neighborhood, but I'm with Jeff Norris over in Staten Island. Just look up for my site, GeminiComedy.com. GeminiComedy.com. In the meantime, in between time, till tomorrow night. We are the Garden State's way. This has been the Steve Travelli Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.5.